0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Writing Quest. My name is Brendan Pugh, and in today's episode, we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett, Episode Two. Here we go. Huzzah! All right. So for me, Episode Two was a big change of pace for Book of Boba Fett. If you've watched my review for Episode One, you can you know that I was very um say hesitant I guess maybe is a good word I don't know it underwhelmed me I wasn't um I loved it because of who it is but I wasn't like drawn into the story necessarily this is a big departure from that definitely um much better uptick in writing and in all that kind of stuff character development so we see in the beginning um Fennec Shand is bringing in an assassin someone who the someone from the group in episode 1 who tried to kill Boba Fett and so brings him into Jabba the Hutt's palace and they figure out that he was sent by the mayor and so they go and have a visit with the mayor who they discover then the Huts are actually interested in taking over Jabba's um, power or taking over Jabba's territory and so that's kind of the whole setup of the episode. The best parts of that sequence for me were one seeing the Huts carried in by their servants um, kind of showing The difference in what Boba Fett is trying to become versus what the Huts were, which was more benevolent and more, um, you know, look at us. We're so great. The best uh, I oh, my gosh, when the the Wookiee character, this ominous, big Wookiee bounty hunter assassin guy comes around the corner from the litter that the Huts are being carried on. That to me was the coolest moment of this whole episode. Wow, what a cool! Not only is it a um, you know kind of a cool flex of the characters of the Huts trying to show Boba Fett that like they've got muscle, but it was a Wookiee, which we I don't know if we've ever seen a bad Wookie in the series. I'm, I'm trying to even think of who that might be. Maybe in some of the old canon there is, but definitely not in the new canon. Um, it's a really cool contrast to uh, the character from the high Republic Baraga, who is a, uh, Wookiee Jedi. And he is like full on empathetic, good guy character. And then now we have this, uh, totally evil Wookiee who is something, I don't know. They don't really explain to what it is. All I know is that he looked awesome and his entrance was great. The music was great. Like the whole, just that whole part of that scene worked really well for me. Um, so that was really exciting in the beginning. I think it's really cool that they're showing, you know, Boba Fett is trying to be this new um, lord of this region. He's trying to be the new criminal underworld guy, and he doesn't actually really have much. He just has Fennec Shand himself and two Gamorrean Guards and one droid. That's his whole army. So... When he's standing up to the huts, and, you know, we just saw him in Jabba's Palace, but that's all he's got. And he's standing up to the huts like like nothing's going to stop him. I just think that's really cool to show his determination and to show that, like, even in the circumstances where he can't actually challenge them. um, Because I'm pretty sure in that fight, he probably might not have made it. And so I just really liked that... um, they're showing that kind of he's he's kind of propped up. He's not really fully in control of the situation. He's just this propped up character who's trying to build something. After all of that, um, I was a little nervous that it was going to take an interesting turn. And so they go back to the back to tank thing. And then the rest of the episode is this flashback of when he's with the Tuscan Raiders. Um, now, this gets at the problem I had with episode one. That's getting a little better in episode two, but it's not quite there, which is this internal conflict of Boba Fett. So my guess is that they planned a lot of this whole sequence back when he first showed up in the Mandalorian. Um, They probably had to plan it so that they could kind of show where he came from. So they're really just showing what happened after he survived the Sarlacc. And for me... That was not enough to like, okay, that's great. This is how he survived. But why does, that main, why does that make him do what he's doing now? Other than just he wants to be in control and have power. It's just not enough. It's not strong enough for me. So in this episode, we get a little more of that, a little bit more of that internal conflict of maybe why he's doing what he's doing. So you see him building this relationship with the Tuscans. They're teaching him how to fight. He's living with them. He's learning their ways. He's kind of becoming one of them. And then the crossroads of the episode kind of happens where this train comes through, which we later learn is run by the pikes and they're running spice. But this train comes through and kills a bunch of them. And he sees kind of this, you know, they're this strong, powerful group of people. But at the same time, they're also put down. They're also not fully in control of their territory and their lives. So he um, <clears throat> goes and has this great bar fight, which he totally just dominates. Um, obviously, the whole point of this was not to have the bar fight, but it was just to get the swoop bikes taken back. And so he it's cool because he's earning their respect, earning the Tuscan's respect by kind of showing them how they can be better and how they can control their territory and really have their own sovereignty about them. Um, so I really, really thought that was cool. Um, it's cool to see that relationship building and you go through this whole thing where he kind of writes of passage, uh, writes of passage, builds his gaffy stick, gets dressed by in their garb. You know, he becomes one of them essentially, which is obviously going to play in really well down the road with the um with the rest of the series. Obviously, he's gonna end up probably having to call in the Tuscans to help him out of a bad spot or something like that. So again, It started, it's better because it started showing some more of that internal conflict of why he's doing what he's doing, but it still didn't quite link it up. It's still not quite enough. So I'm counting these two episodes and maybe even the next one as kind of the setup. I really hope that by the end of this third episode next week that they shore up this internal conflict thing so we really know why Boba Fett is going after what he's going after. Um, They're showing these little glimpses of like his memories of his father and Camino, and when his father died and all that stuff. Like they're they're building to something like I can feel that. But to me, they should have hooked us with that right in the first episode. And it wasn't quite enough to hook me. Um, So I would say for this episode, definitely, definitely a much better improvement um, as far as the engagement for me, getting me hooked into it. I think the cinematography is fantastic. That first shot flying over Mos Espa, I really feel like those kinds of shots are like what we always wanted in Star Wars. They're doing just a really great job. So the cinematography is great. The music, of course, is great. It's a little bit too close to Mandalorian for me. I kind of wish, I mean, I know it should be close in that it's a similar aesthetic, but I wish they would have departed just a little bit more to give Boba Fett more of its own flair cuz it definitely just feels like, you know, it is in The Mandalorian. So, anyways, ultimately definitely a step in the right direction. I'm a big fan of the show. I think it's really great. Um I'm I'm feeling very confident that they're moving in a good direction for the whole series. And so, I just really my big thing is I hope that they reconcile this internal conflict thing Um, In the next episode or two, because otherwise they're going to really start being like, okay, why, what's the point of all this? Why does he even care? Why Why didn't he just go back to bounty hunting? Or why isn't Fennec Shand doing this? Like why, you know, we just don't know why anyone, we don't know why it matters to the characters yet. And so I'm really hoping that we figure that out and learn that soon. So that is my review of episode two of Boba Fett. I hope you liked it. Please like, comment, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends. It really helps us out. And we will see you next time on Writing Quest. Huzzah!